Investor Creator teaches both seasoned and new investors how to buy the right houses at the right price anytime you want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable six or seven figure investing business that changes your life without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All of this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey guys, today we're going to do a real deal case study, and the case study title of this is How We Made $150,000 with No Money in a Deal. Now, I know a lot of people that are in the wholesale game are thinking, man, that must have been like a $2 million price on a wholesale or something like that. No, I mean, this was on a $180,000 sales price, and what we're going to do is go through the deal. Now, the first thing that I want to kind of submit to you is that deal structure can make or break a deal. Deal structure can make or break a deal. So everyone is aware that deal structure in part is like swing the cash hammer, 70% minus repairs of ARV and all of that game. Okay. And that's like maybe 10% of it. So like, if that's all, you know, there's this whole other world of creative finance where we can take like basically a nothing deal and turn it into something. So the most ridiculous example of that is, can we pay a million dollars for a house worth $250,000? Well, the answer is absolutely if the terms are correct. So the terms on that deal may be $1,000 down and $25 per month, but we can absolutely pay $25 per month towards that million bucks and make a load of money on that deal. You know, we would just take it, keep it as a rental. I'm not a rental guy, but sometimes that makes sense. So in that case, yes, we can absolutely overpay, quote unquote, for a deal if the terms are correct. So deal structure is a very, very important part of what we do and what you are going to be doing if you decide to go and invest. So let's just kind of go over this deal. And I think that this is going to be a pretty quick podcast. I just really wanted to go over this with you guys because we're pretty excited about it. So we got a call in from a guy that had inherited two separate houses and he needed to buy out an heir. And he was going to sell one of the houses to create cash for the purchase of the second. So on this transaction, the ARV on this house is probably $165,000 as is. It may need, you know, roughly $5,000 in repairs to, to get it there because, I mean, I think it's in pretty good condition, but once you get a home inspection report, you never know. So we put $5,000 on every transaction in repairs, even though it may look like it's in perfect condition. So $165,000 as is roughly, and then $5,000 in repairs. Now we bought this property for $70,000. Okay. And I know the first thing that you're thinking is, Brad, well, how in the world do you make $150,000? No, you'd have to sell it, you know, cash with no commissions and all this somewhere in the $220,000 range. Well, yeah, I mean, you're paying attention. That makes sense. But just stay with me. So here's what we did. We decided to take this deal and we're going to owner finance it. So we're going to owner finance it. And so the first thing that about owner financing is number one, we can always kind of bump up the price 10 or 15% if it's an owner finance transaction. So you think about the market of retail transactions. So you have buyers that either can pay cash or they can go and get a mortgage. And they're out there looking at listings and all that. So that's the retail market. The owner finance market's a different market. You think about how many thousand houses are in your state or in your metro, if you're in a metro, and how many there are that are offered with owner financing. Well, it's like maybe 1% of the market, right? So in my market, there's usually 3,000 houses for sale, and there may be roughly 30 that I can find that are going to be owner financed. And that number in itself may be a little bit high. 
But let's assume that there's, you know, very, very few houses that are offered with owner financing. And so you have a buyer group, a buyer pool there that have cash and they have down payments and they have good incomes, but they cannot qualify traditionally for a mortgage. And they have that issue for one of two reasons. Either one, they're self-employed and they have a difficult time proving income, or two, they have a credit score issue. So they had a bankruptcy in the past, or they had health issues, they had a divorce, whatever it is. But these are good people and they want to own a home again, or they want to own a home for the first time. So we can bump up the price a bit with owner financing. So we're going to sell this house for $180,000. And my average down payment's $25,000, but we're going to assume $20,000 as a down payment on this thing. So we have $160,000 in note at 8% on this house. Okay. So let's switch gears and talk about how we bought the house. So we're paying $70,000 for this house, but we're not paying $70,000 at one time. So this is not an all cash transaction. This is $15,000 down at close and then 500 per month until paid. So that 500 per month would run roughly about nine years. But what we intend to do with this to create free and clear assets, because you know cash flow assets are great, but free and clear cash flow assets are even better. So we're going to take this $160,000 note at 8%, which is going to throw off a payment, and we're going to divert the cash flow that we would usually get and just pay off the underlying. We're just going to pay it off. So this $70,000 would be eradicated in roughly five years. So let's fast forward five years. So we got $20,000 in down payment money on the sale. We have $15,000 in down payment money on the purchase. So we have a net $5,000 from the down payment. Now, that's not life-changing for anyone, but it's not too bad to get a free and clear note that would happen in roughly five years. So in five years, the $160,000 note is going to be paid down somewhere to $150,000. So we would have at that point a free and clear note in first position of $150,000 plus our down payment. So we're going to make somewhere around $155,000 on a house that we sold for $180,000. Now, guys, that is a good, good deal. That is a great note. That's a good deal. It's a good deal structure on the underlying. And these deals don't happen all the time, but they happen pretty often. But we have to understand the deal structure and we have to understand how to negotiate the purchase to where we can get these kinds of deals, okay? Side note, we had a transaction that we bought last night. So this one is a little bit different, but just to show you the power of notes. We bought a house for $15,000 subject to $14,000. Okay, so that means that there's a $14,000 loan in first position that the seller owes, and they're leaving that in their name, and they're going to transfer title to us. So they're getting $1,000, our seller is, and they're leaving $14,000 in place in first position. So with that, this property, we can own or finance for probably $50,000. And this $14,000 note is going to be paid off in roughly seven years. So in seven years, the buyer will owe us somewhere around $45,000 and we'll have $45,000 in free and clear note. Guys, the note business is an incredible business. And I hope you guys learn it because if you don't know how to do these wraps, you're not doing them in your business already. If you're already wholesaling, then you're missing out on deals. That's not what I want for you. I want you to do well in this business. So hope that makes sense. Happy investing. And we will catch you next time.